So uh, welcome to the first uh, podcast episode ever of uh, what we're calling Fitness for All. And it is sponsored by Liebert Fitness. And it's hosted by myself, Cam Jenkins. And for the first episode, I want to um, welcome in the owner of Liebert Fitness, Mark Liebert. Mark, welcome to the show. Woohoo! <laughs> Thanks, Cam. I'm so excited. Um, Hi. Yeah, we've been talking about this for a little while now. And uh, um, of all days to do it, we're launching a new product. But I got to tell you, um, I would not cancel on AU because um, we've been friends for a long time. And I'm excited about this podcast. And uh, B, our very first episode. So um, super pumped, my man. Absolutely. And um, since you had mentioned it, do you want to let the listeners know of uh, the new product that's out uh, through Liebert Fitness? Yeah, it's called the HIT system. And it's a combination of unilateral motions. Um, so a dynamic resistance trainer um, that's really good for HIT training, but also good for any level. And it comes complete with anchors, so you can hook it up like a suspension trainer, either up high or straight across from you or even down low. So you can hook it up just about anywhere. And also, um, it comes with a partner, uh, partner handle, so you can use a partner. So it's also great for partner training. So we're super pumped about this. I'm pumped That's about awesome. everything this morning, apparently. <laughs> <laughs> You're going to have to get a workout in so you can get some of that uh, out of you. Yes, absolutely. I am uh, going to the gym soon. Uh, of course, they're all closed, but I'm just going there with my son. So, yeah. Perfect. And uh, do you want to let the listeners know uh, a little bit about uh, Liebert Fitness and how that came to be? Yeah, well, it, it came to be because I was leaving a client's home. I was doing a lot of in-home personal training and she wanted to be able to do chin-ups and didn't want to buy an expensive lat pull nab machine or anything like that. So uh, I kind of had this idea to weld up some steel bars, which are now the equalizers. <clears throat> I just called a buddy <laughs> in Hamilton who worked at a steel factory and uh, uh, asked him if I came over, he'd weld some stuff up for me. He said, absolutely. And I brought a case of beer, of course, because that's what a good Canadian boy does. <laughs> <laughs> And uh, we welded up the first equalizers. That was over 15 years ago. And uh, we took that concept to market. Uh, we tested it here first in Canada. And, um, and now it's around the world. So it's been uh, a wild 15 years. <laughs> Absolutely. And can you talk about maybe some of the other product that Liebert Fitness uh, also has? Yeah, so we have the equalizers, which we have in a taller version now, the XLs. Um, we have parallettes, which are shorter equalizers. They're like a gymnastics tool. Funny thing is, I didn't even know what parallettes were until someone at a trade show said to me, they were talking about the equalizers, said, those look like tall parallettes. And I'm like, yeah, sure they do. Yeah, and they walked away and I Googled what the heck parallettes were. <laughs> um, <laughs> so we got the parallettes, we got the equalizers. We've got the new HIT trainer. Um, we have a nice stretching product. It's a simple tool called the stretch strap, um, which I kind of developed because um, being an ex-hockey player and training a lot of hockey kids over the years, their flexibility was very poor. Um, so it was it's great for that, getting into those poses and holding them more effectively. Um, yeah, so th those are that's our product lineup. And I have, oh, I have one more, but 
kind of sort of launched it, kind of haven't. Um, but right now it's more of a boot camp tool. So right now we're just focusing on helping people uh, get fit at home. So we're working on uh, huge promotions to, I mean, a lot of people are gouging right now. We were excited to be able to offer a lot of our product off at 50% off, um, you know, because uh, we thought it was the right thing to do. Uh, so we got a lot of people with equalizers in their homes now and hopefully staying fit and, and uh, safe and, and hopefully sane <laughs> during this time. Absolutely. I know that I was uh, one of the people that bought uh, the Liebert equalizers when they were on uh, half price. And, uh, you know, that's really great that um, Liebert Fitness uh, offered that at 50% off and uh, didn't price gouge like a lot of uh, businesses seem to be doing these days. Yeah, there, there's there's always good stories and bad stories. I think the news could very well be called what's wrong today. Um, they focus on a lot of bad stories, but you know, there's breweries out there making hand sanitizer and there's lots of people and companies doing some amazing things. So I like to focus on those. And um, thank you for purchasing. Um, of course, you didn't have to purchase, but I appreciate that. Um, you know what I want to do, Cam? I want to switch gears and I want to interview you because this is going to be your podcast. Um, you're so fantastic at interviewing people and making them feel comfortable and We've been friends for over 10 years. Um, so why don't you tell people a little bit about yourself? Uh, well, a little bit about myself. Um, like you had mentioned, uh, we met about 10 years ago. And I was at a point in my life where I wanted to, um, you know, get a little bit more fitness because I was competing in para sports um, for um, para track and field or more so the field because unless I'm running after women I don't really like to run <laughs> so I chose to get into the para field where I was uh, throwing shot put javelin and discus and I just wanted to become a little bit more serious with it so uh, I ended up finding you at um, a gym um, that was oh um, fuel fitness yep. back in the day and um, yeah, we met at a Booster Juice uh, where uh, Jim was mm -hmm. and a mutual friend of ours. And yeah, that's where we kind of met, where I started my fitness journey. Um, and then because of where I worked, I uh, left um, and started working in the East End of Toronto. And then uh, recently wanted to get back into a fitness journey. And uh, so I came to the gym that you're with now, which is Fitness Nation. And yeah. Um, I work for a, a good organization uh, that helps uh, kids with physical disabilities out. And um, I also do a um, podcast um, slash uh, radio show. Um, and it is a uh, para sports and pro sports radio show called um, The Neutral Zone. So I enjoy doing that as well. Uh, that's great. Yeah, I love it. It's uh, It's really cool that you've been able to um, take some of your passions and work them into helping others and uh, working on the show because um, you have a lot of experience. So what is some of your experience in sports besides the uh, on the on the field? Well, I also used to play para uh, ice hockey or um, what I know it as is sledge hockey. Yeah. So I played that for about 20 years. Uh, I started when I was living in Mississauga and was on the cruiser sports for the physically disabled. And uh, I kind of, um, it was a, a rec league 
Um, but it became more serious as the years uh, went on, and I ended up uh, going as far as the Ontario Provincial Championships that were in Huntsville. Nice. And I uh, won a silver medal uh, at the Ontario Paralympic Games. So uh, that's kind of my uh, shining moment uh, as far as the uh, parasports world goes. Um, yeah, I really enjoyed that. And then growing up, you know, I played a little bit of um, – uh, softball or baseball, um, and did some other things as well. But yeah, mostly I would say my sports, uh, they are with para ice hockey and the, uh, para track and field is, uh, where I kind of focused on for a lot of years. Nice. Nice. I have like three questions for you. (laughs) (laughs) First, first question, which was the last question that popped in my head was when the, um, when the uh, Pan Am Games came here to Toronto, Canada area, did you uh, get involved? Did you go see any of those um, uh, games? And uh, uh, what was your experience with that? Yeah, absolutely. Um, I definitely went there because there was a few um, teammates that I had through the uh, para field that uh, competed. Oh, nice. Um, one of my friends, Kyle Petty, um, Renee. Um, Fassel was there as well, and uh, they've been to the Paralympics, so they were at London 2012. Um, they were in um, Beijing as well when it was there, and uh, I think one of them was also in Australia when that happened at the Paralympics, too. So, um, there's nothing quite like going to a games where um, you're cheering for your country because. Uh, a lot of the times, you know, if you're going to a hockey game or a basketball team, you're kind of going for uh, the city um, where, yeah. you know, the prevent provinces can be divided and you're kind of rooting against one another. But this is where a whole country comes together. And there's nothing like cheering for the Canadian flag at the end of the day. So that's probably one of the highlights as a fan, me watching um, an event uh, cheering for Canadian athletes. And it was phenomenal. Yes, I, I, I could not agree more. It's absolutely so much fun. And it's real. it's a real shame that uh, the Olympics is going to be postponed. So you're cheering for... Um, you know, athletes, you're cheering for your country. Um, that's, that's as an, that's as a spectator, but tell me a little bit about when you went, um, all the way to the finals in sledge hockey, what, what experiences, what lessons, what, what things do you remember the most about, uh, about that? Uh, well, one of the things that I remember is that, uh, being in a smaller town of Huntsville, Uh, The entire town came out to watch and the arena held about 700 people and it was packed. And that was my first, I know, that was my first experience of, um, you know, having so many people watching the game of sledge hockey, or I think now it's called para ice hockey. So just that thrill of so many people watching you and, you know, and if you know me, I'm very humble and, that was one of the best tournaments I ever played in, in my whole entire career. And, you know, like when the fans are cheering for you, when you make a, you know, phenomenal save or, you know, the, it's a close game and the pressure uh, is on you. It was just all of those feelings and the experience, um, you know, I'll remember for as long as I live. And the game that I'll remember the most, it was against Kingston. And they were one of the top teams, if not the top team. 
Um, and I think it either went to an overtime or a shootout, if I remember correctly. And we ended up uh, just losing that game one nothing. Um, but you know, like it, it was phenomenal that we got that far and the saves that I made and the team in front of me and how they blocked a lot of the shots before it even got uh, to me for me to save. It was it was just a phenomenal game and we thought we were going to get blown out and I believe we just lost that game one to nothing and that was a huge confidence booster to myself and the rest of the team. Wow, that's fun. I had a huge smile the whole time. It's just, it's really cool. Athletics is... Um, excuse me, athletics is one of those things where, um, you know, it brings about such vivid memories, the the, the thrill of competition and the camaraderie of of being with your friends. And uh, um, that's just so much fun. Um, Quick question, because, uh, and then maybe we'll switch gears, but you've always been such a, as long as I've known you, such a positive person, um, such a great role model, uh, you've obviously had challenges that you have to go through. What keeps you going? What keeps you positive? What keeps you motivated? Well, that's a very good question. Um, you know, I when I'm in front of people, um, I certainly put on that facade of being positive, and it's uh, and I am a positive person, I guess, for the most part. Um, how I keep positive is just by um, you know. Uh, it's really about the people that I surround myself with and the people that are genuine and that care about me too, because, um, you know, when you surround yourself with good people, uh, you too will become, if not already a good person and you kind of feed off other people and that's how you're uh, able to stay positive. And I have a couple of mantras in life. Uh, One is that I'm no better than you and you're no better than me. And the other one I have is, is that everyone has challenges at the end of the day. Um, some are just more noticeable than others. So uh, if you treat people as equals, I think you're able to stay in that positive mindset as well. Yeah, that's great, man. I could not have uh, said that better. I agree 100% on all of that. Awesome, my man. Woohoo. Um, we've uh, <laughs> We've known each other for 10 years. You know what makes me laugh is that when you have good buddies, it's like you can pick up the phone and not talk to one for, I just texted this morning with a friend. He sent me a stupid meme and I texted back. All I said was, see you in hell. (laughs) And then he texted back something. And it's like, we haven't missed a beat and I haven't talked to this guy or seen him in over five years. Um, That's what, that's what I like about, um, you know, hanging out with you is, is uh, even just the other day you text me, you're like, yeah, you want to go, live and have a beer together <laughs> i mean these are the types of things that make me laugh that guys do um and right now kind of you know with everything going on in the world um you have to adapt and find ways to uh, hang out with people absolutely and there's a uh, great ways to do it whether it's uh you know like doing this podcast like we're doing today or a lot of people are using a lot of different uh video messaging apps to be able to stay connected in this time where, you know, we're self-isolating. You just got to do what you got to do in order to be able to be uh, socially together, uh, no matter which way that is. Yeah, I agree. And uh, that's a really important component is to make sure that you don't feel isolated. And I think another important component, and this being a fitness podcast, is that you have to stay moving. Moving is the essence of life. If you stop moving, um, you're going to, you're going to, um, start to crumble. And, uh, 
that's why it's so important to find um, things that you like to do, people that you like to do it with. Um, find out your why, because sometimes when you're at home, it's not the easiest. If you're used to going to the gym, it might be a little more difficult. Um, so for me, if I don't feel like working out, I easily chunk down um, or sorry, a chunk up into my big vision. What's my vision? I want to be a certain person and I'm not going to get into all that, but it motivates me. I'm like, well, then I need to do my workout. And then five minutes in, I start to feel great. And I know I'm going to feel great five minutes in. So I think during this time, it's really important for people to understand that. And if they haven't bought uh, any of your products yet, which I'm sure after this podcast that they will start to, um, how can you suggest a person start that uh, workout at home just to kind of get moving with what they have at home? Yeah, that's a great question. Um, well, first of all, to get moving regardless of equipment, because you'll always find a way. You can use your body weight. You can jog on the spot. You can do jumping jacks. There's lots of free resources out there, even on our website on how to work out with or without equipment. Um, but to find your why, you know, it's, it's, you know, I'm going to be there for my kids when they get older, or, you know, that's something that you have to work on. We all know what it might be, but it's important to spend some time thinking about it. Um, because the more you focus on something, the more that desire grows. So it's really important to focus on that and then get started simple. I think people have so much paralysis by analysis. There's a million programs, a million ways to do things. What I generally recommend is pick three exercises. I do this with my son. He writes his own programs now. What three exercises you can do? Okay, jumping jacks, squats, push-ups. How many times are you going to do it? I'm going to do five rounds. How long is a round? A minute. Boom, there's a program. Done. <laughs> yeah, and it's just that simple at the end of the day, isn't it? It really, really, really is. Yep. Yeah. So. Well, that's great. And then, you know, you were talking about the why. And can you remember back to when you were a young buck as to what the why reason was for you and maybe tell about that journey uh, into the fitness for you? Yeah, it's, it's interesting because whys change over time. I had three distinct whys in my life. Uh, the first why was um, when I went to college, I was 6'1", the height I am now, and 155 pounds. <laughs> I was like concave. I was so skinny. Um, and my why was to put on some size and strength. And obviously, everybody wanted to get girls, a young boy. So, you know, uh, my why was girls. <laughs> Look, get some size and hopefully get a girlfriend. Um, and then that morphed over time. I started to get into Taekwondo and I wanted to compete, um, which I did. Um, so my why became becoming more athletic and better at my sport. And now my why has morphed into, I would like to drink beer <laughs> and not get too, <laughs> too big. Uh, so it's always good to focus on your whys. You might have to uh, uh, figure out a workout where you can have a beer and workout at the same time and maybe put that in a, as a right. video. I, I don't know if I need to figure that out. It's been done. <laughs> uh. <laughs> no. um, this uh, podcast is going to be called Fitness for All, and I know that that's uh, one of the taglines for Liebert Fitness. Can you talk to us about how that came about as uh, why you got um, the tagline, uh, fitness that for all is a great question. And I think, 
a, a great question to finish the podcast on. Um, so when David, so we have a new president of Liebert Fitness, David Fasson, and he came on board about a year and a half ago. One of the things he did with me is really dig down deep as to why I started the company in the first place. Because, you know, as a company, we also have our why. And once we discover that, then we can work everything around that. Everything we do is aligned towards that mission and those values. So um, basically what we distilled it down to is fitness for all. I developed Equalizer at first to help my clients and the members in my classes um, to, to get a more efficient and effective workout. Um, I wanted it to be used by anyone and everyone from rank beginners to pro athletes. So our why is fitness for all. And, uh, I'm, I'm, and, and it was a big, big, big help with David and the rest of our team that we were able to really um, align towards that value. So I'm glad you asked that question. Well, it's great, and it's uh, good to know. And uh, Mark, thank you very much for being on the first ever uh, episode of Fitness for All. And uh, thank you very much uh, for Liebert Fitness for sponsoring this. And I will be your host, Cam Jenkins. And uh, if you have any questions, um, you know, comments on the podcast, make sure that uh, you do leave a comment for us. Um, we are going to be on all of the major um, uh, podcasters. So take a look at us there. And I know that we're going to be on the Liebert Fitness website as well. So uh, yeah, make sure that you uh, leave a comment wherever you uh, get your um, podcasts from. And uh, we'll talk to you soon on the uh, next episode of Fitness for All. Awesome, my man. I'm so happy to have you on board. And uh, thanks for this first podcast, brother. No problem. Have a great day. Bye.